come up now, that would be really cool. Now what I've done is I've asked them to read two versions of the same reading, because it's only short, and it's nice sometimes to hear things from a different translation. Now, if you sort of want to stand there, and you can use my microphone. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and give it and gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, they, that they may see your God's deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Thank you. And the next version is a message version, because it sometimes helps us to understand things a little bit clearer. Here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the God's colours in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public as with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you on a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on the light stand. Now that I've put you on the hilltop, on the light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. Be opening up to others. You'll promise people to be open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. Does he going to tell us about our two ways in which we can do that and be part of that? Thanks, Jack. There may be some of us here, not many I imagine, who've been in the situation where we have nothing in the house to feed our families. It doesn't happen very often, but believe me, there are people around our district, around our town, who have absolutely nothing. We've had people through our door who haven't eaten for three days. And can you imagine that in a town like Horsham? We think Horsham is a lovely place to live. It is a lovely place to live. But there are people amongst our community who, for whatever reason, find themselves without any food at all. And it's becoming increasingly so that people just find themselves in a moment of crisis. In a town like ours, where everything is really nice, sometimes people just have a little bit of a a blip, if you like, and they can't afford to eat. And so that's what the food bank does. The food bank is there to provide food for people who are in a crisis. We provide food for up to three days for all the members of any family. The idea is it's a nutritionally balanced parcel um, that provides um, sufficient food in sufficient quantities of the right type to provide three days' worth of meals. And we do that across the whole of the Horsham district. So it's not just here in Horsham Town. We operate in Henfield and Storrington and Billingshurst. And we work uh, with the Baptist Church in Upper Beeding. One of the great things about the food bank is brought together lots of different churches across the whole of the district. So it's not just Horsham churches together. That's a big part of what we do. But we work with the family church in in, uh, Billingshurst. We work with um, the parish church in Henfield. We work with... um, uh, it's the family church in Storrington as well. And as I say, the, the, um, the Baptist church in Upper Beeding. So it's a whole group of Christians right the way across our district um, helping provide food for those that are really in a crisis. And we rely on donations like these. All the food that we get is donated by members of the public, whether that's people from churches, whether that's schools, whether it's 
scout and cub groups, um, whether it's people up at Tesco giving us food at Christmas and in the summer. That's how we get all the food that we, uh, that we give away to people. And so things like this are absolutely fantastic. So one thing I do want to say this morning is thank you very much, because without what you give to the food bank, those people who are in crisis wouldn't get the food that they need. So thank you very much. And I do just very briefly want to say about the night shelter. Do you want to? So just about the night shelter, because I stood up here on Wednesday at the church meeting and said, please pray for people to apply for the position of coordinator, I just want to let you know that we've had a number of applications for coordinators. So if you were praying, thank you, because it's had a real impact. And I think there's a real uh, chance now that we can take the night shelter ahead um, to provide accommodation and food for people who are uh, homeless over the winter months. So thank you very much again. With us. Um, very quickly, what are the things we could very quickly pray for for the, um, both of those things? As far as the food bank's concerned, if you can pray that we can get the message out to the people that really need it. Um, sometimes the people that actually really need the food don't get to hear about what we're doing. So it's praying for the right people, the right organisations to refer those people to us and that we have enough volunteers to get out and distribute the food amongst those that really need it. And for the night shelter, really that as the training starts um, in a couple of weeks' time, that all the volunteers would really grasp the vision and that we'd be able to serve those people that are without any accommodation effectively over the winter months. Excellent. All right. Um, whilst he's going back, let's, um, let's pray for those things. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you that we have things like the food bank and the night shelter to help those who are most needy in our community. Lord, we ask that you will help people be aware of the food bank and go to it when they need it or be referred there by the right people. We thank you for the volunteers and the people who run it and we ask that you will keep there being enough willing volunteers to to carry on running this enthusiastically. We thank you for the applications for people to uh, leave the night shelter And we just pray that as final plans are put into place, that that will go smoothly and make a huge difference for you in our community. Amen. All right, some of you have brought, a lot of you have brought food um, to put over here that is part of what's going to the food bank, well, going to the food bank um, as our harvest collection. So during our next hymn, if you do have some stuff that you've not put up there yet, please feel free to bring it forward. And um, I think Sheila's going to help put it in a place. Excellent. So let's stand and sing. Um, You're the word of God the Father. Number call India a dark place no really because India is my home there's so many beautiful things it's a beautiful country but yes I do agree there is spiritual darkness in different areas of India for centuries we've had Christian presence here 
And yet, millions are yet to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. And with your prayers and your help, BMS India is able to share the light in the darkest corners where the gospel has not yet reached. They're standing on the banks of the Bindadari River, eastern part of India, and the islands of Sundarbans, one of the least evangelized areas in India and in the world. One of the main way of transportation here is a boat. And we use this boat to get into villages to take the light of Jesus Christ into their community, into their family, and into their lives. I'm a Muslim. I used to be a very sincere Muslim, but in 2007 I got very sick with cancer. I heard about Jesus and prayed, Will you heal me? And I was healed. Jesus saved my life. I began preaching to different people about Jesus and I've been involved with church planting in many, many villages. I have started about 50 churches for Muslim background believers and as a doctor by profession. Wherever I go, I share the love of Jesus with each of my patients. I want to thank you, because through this boat of peace, the gospel of peace came to us. So we have come to know who Jesus is, and we have started this fellowship. Our prayer is that many more places just like this would have an opportunity to know the message of peace. We are here in a village called Amberia in one of the islands of Sundarbans. We are trying to make an entry into this new village so that we can plant a church here in the days to come. We start with spots right behind me you can see so that a group of people will gather and see and be a part of it. We introduce ourselves and then we want to... All right, we're going to leave that there because it's a little bit out of time and it's a little bit confusing. But I'm still going to see how much you guys know about India, all right? So you might need to guess. So let's, uh, we've got a bit of a quiz. Um, so let's start with the first question. <clears throat> what colours make up the Indian flag? Does anybody know? Go on. Orange, white and green. Um, which one? There we go, yeah, Indian, India saffron, white, green, and there's a bit of navy blue as well. Okay, so it is multi-choice or multi-guess today. The second question is, what's the national flower of India? Is it lily, lotus, or rose? Who thinks it's a lily? Who thinks it's a lotus? And who thinks it's a rose? Let's see. It is a lotus. Well done. Next question. What's India's national animal? Is it the Bengal tiger? The panda or the monkey? Who thinks it's the Bengal tiger? Panda? Monkey? It is the Bengal tiger. See, you know loads about India. And the next question. Which famous Indian was born on the 2nd of October and has their birthday celebrated as a national holiday? Was it Cliff Richard? Was it Mahatma Gandhi? Or was it Mother Teresa? Who thinks it was Cliff Richard? Okay, cool. <laughs> Who thinks it was Mahatma Gandhi? Who thinks it was Mother Teresa? It was, of course, Gandhi. 
cool. Next question is, what is the Kolkata IPL cricket team's nickname? Because of course you're going to know that. Is it Knight Riders, is it Super Kings or is it Royals? Who's going to guess for me? Knight Riders, is Matt right? Let's see. Yes, he is. Well done. <laughs> Impressive. Uh, number six, there's ten questions. Which city is in the centre of the Indian film industry of Bollywood? Is it Delhi, Kolkata or Mumbai? Who thinks it's Delhi? Who thinks it's Kolkata? Kolkata. Who thinks it's Mumbai? The answer is Mumbai. Well done. Question seven. Darjeeling comes from West Bengal. What is it? Is it... <laughs> Go on, somebody just tell me the answer to that. Tea. It is tea. Yes, excellent. The next question, tandoori, korma and biryani are all examples of which type of Indian food? Mm. Who thinks it's fish? <laughs> all right. We know the answer is? Curry. It is curry. Good. Fantastic. Two more questions. Um, this might be a bit more difficult. When did BMS founder William Carey first go from the UK to serve as a missionary in India? Was it 1793, 1609 or 1812? Does anybody know this? I was looking at Laura because she's done missionary work. Anyone else? Tim knows, obviously. 1793, let's see if Tim is right. Hey. And the last question is what is the population of India? Is it 500 million, 1.24 billion, or 275 million? Put your hand up if you think it's 500 million. Who thinks it's 1.24 billion? And who thinks it's 275 million? It is, in fact, oh, 1.24 billion, well done. That's a lot. Um, obviously, <laughs> I didn't hear that. The point is that the project that the BMS are supporting this year is in India and they're sharing the light, they're telling people about the good news of Jesus. People who have never heard about Jesus before. And if you want to find out more about that or support it, please do go to that website and do so because it's really interesting. But do you know what, as we were saying before, one thing I forgot to say was I asked which of these was better than the others. And the point is, do you know what? They're all good. They all do different things, but they all give off light. They might look different. They might be brighter or not as bright as each other, but they all do give off light. And in the same way, we might think we're not as good as somebody else, but you know what? Every single one of us can share the love of God with somebody else. Um, Brian's going to come and lead us in some short prayers of intercession. Thanks, Brian. Looking at our harvest theme and the sunshine outside, let's bring our prayers of thanksgiving and prayers of intercession to God. Father God, we come at this time and thank you for good harvests. We thank you for fields that now are mown and full of bales of straw. And we thank you for the good crops that are now in storehouses. Father God, we thank you for the rich soils and the pleasure of work and creativity. But Lord, we pray for those in need. 
whether their crops have failed through bad weather, lack of rain, or warfare, where those who've worked hard have seen their labours destroyed, or where maybe because of battles they've not been able to get to their fields and plant and plough and prepare for the harvest. Lord, we pray for those parts of the world where food is made scarce because of human error. Father God, we pray for those who, for various reasons, are not able to share in the prosperity of the, of the harvest in the way that we do. For those who are handicapped, for those who lack work, and for those who, for various reasons, are prevented from fulfilling the potential that you have put in them. Lord, how we pray that you will help us and those in positions of authority and power to order a world where the needs of all are met and the opportunities and the skills that all have are able to be used. Father God, we pray that in our farming and in our manufacture, you'll forgive us for times when we've exploited or misused the gifts that you have given. So we pray, Lord, for animal husbandry, for the wise use of the soil and the environment, and for the good science of seed and husbandry. Our loving Father, we pray for all those who are involved in organisations to control and to meet those needs. We pray that you'll prosper their ways. Father God, we pray for our world trade system that in so many ways prevents those with great need from sharing in the good things that your earth provides. We pray that in the discussions of talks, of tariffs and quotas and all these areas, that you will direct our political leaders and our traders and all those in power, that these things may be used wisely. And loving Father, we just, those of us who have plenty, we come and we thank you. We pray for your forgiveness for times when we've been selfish, when we've been blind to the needs of others, and we've just enjoyed the good things you give us. Lord, we pray that you'll make us people of a generous heart, of a sensitive outlook, and of those who are wanting to share all that we have and to serve you. Lord, hear our prayer that the good things of this world that you have made may be available to all, because we ask it in our Saviour's name. Amen. Thanks, Brian. Now it's great. Again. <laughs> Any ideas? Be there to listen to people, yes, absolutely. Anything else? Be helpful, yeah. Say that one again. Ring up an elderly person and speak to them, absolutely. Make friends with the outside world, yeah. Forgive people, that's a really big one, yeah, absolutely. Sometimes it's hard to do that. Well, one last thing we're going to do is, Rob's going to just come and help me because I'm rubbish with maps and geography and stuff. And what I'm going to ask him to do is take one of these little sticky things 
And I want you to tell me, where do you live? Just somebody tell me where you live. One person, let's start with you. You should know where you live, actually. Do you want to put that up? Um, <laughs> there's a test for you. Where do you live? Hornbeam Close. Good luck, Rob. Yeah. Um, Miranda, where do you live? Compton's Lane, Devonshire, Devonshire Road. Devonshire Road, Compton's Lane. Devonshire Road. Devonshire Road, yeah, it's sort of over here ish. That'll do, that'll do, yeah, good. Zach? Smith Barn? It's on there. Cool. Anyone? Sean? Heronway. Good. Joshua? Said Cook Road. Cool. Cook Road? Up North East. Up North East. You are moving out today. Don't worry about it. Gina? Blackbridge Lane? Cool. Let's see some people over here. Jim? You're going to have to say that again. Billingshurst. <laughs> cool. Where do you live? One more time. But Potter's... Park Terraced West. Okay, cool. Park Terraced West, I have no idea. Um, over where? Go on. Sussex Lodge. That's not a road. Ryan? <laughs> Do you know where New Street is, Rob? Cool. All right, now, let's think about where we work. Where do we work or go to school or, do you know, stuff like that? Joshua, where do you go to school? Holbrook. Cool. Where do you go to school? Kingsley. We've got Holbrook, we've got Kingsley. Holy Trinity. Holy Trinity. Where else? St Mary's. Up on the balcony, right at the back. Little Haven Infant School. Cool. Zach? Little... Leechpool, of course. Sorry. Excellent. All Saints, Leechpool is somewhere on the map. Hopefully. <laughs> I'm not sure. Anywhere else where people work? Where do people work? Let's Salisbury. put Salisbury, yes. Yeah. Stick Salisbury on there. Cool. Anywhere else? Haley? Millet. Millet, the school, cool. And we have people who work there as well. Anywhere else? Blatchford Road, or whatever it was, yes. In Horsham somewhere. Slimfield School. I don't think Slimfield's on the map, but you can put somewhere around that. That's fine. Say that again. Red Kiln Way. And let's have, ooh, does anyone work over here? <laughs> this is looking a bit blank. This is um, Merrifield and stuff. Tambridge. Tambridge, yeah, stick Tambridge on. Now imagine that we had put a little sticky thing for everywhere every single one of us lives. And then imagine we'd put a thing on there for everywhere where each one of us works. And then imagine that we put another one on for all the different places that we go out and maybe have coffee or the shops we go to or the people that we talk to week in, week out. Imagine what that map would look like. 
I don't think we'd see very much of the map because it'd be covered in sticky things all over. And do you know what? Those sticky things represent the places where we can be God's light to other people. Where we can do those things that we were talking about before, like being nice to people, listening to people, being helpful, and just being people who reflect God's light to others. And that is what God calls us to do. But imagine for a minute what difference we would make to the town if everywhere we went, we intentionally chose to be people who told other people through the things we do, the things we say, and just generally the choices we make and the way that we are, if we showed through our actions that we are people who serve God and we showed other people God's love for them as well. Imagine the difference that we would make to Horsham and to the whole town. And that is the challenge of sharing the light. Sharing the light where we are, week in, week out, day in, day out, with the people we live with, with the people that we talk to, with the people that we just pass on the street. And that's what being light in our community is all about. All right, Rob, thank you very much. You did a better job than I would have done. (laughs) We're going to close our service by saying, Lord, for the years, your hand has kept and guided. Because we're thankful to God who guides us and leads us throughout our whole of our lives. Let's stand and sing number 892.